how do you deal with the bullshit? <laughs> We're so cute. We are cute. We're totally cute. <laughs> In a world where finding love is just a swipe away, the dating landscape has undergone a radical transformation. Which is cool, but how do you navigate through the intricate web of online dating apps and platforms? How do you navigate through the problematic minefield? How do you weather the storm of complexities? How do you deal with the bullshit? Welcome to this ride we call Dating Through the Bullshit, the podcast that delves deep into the realm of the digital romance and all the interesting stories that come with it. Join your charismatic hosts, Allie D. and Joe B. as we take you on a thrilling journey through the highs and lows of modern dating. Each episode is packed with insightful conversations, captivating stories from our hosts and real people who have embarked on their own dating journeys. So, second question. As Dr. Narcisse, how does putting yourself first look like? So it's a two-parter. Um, time is a construct that can be manipulated for very powerful outcomes. Yes. Um, let me give you an example. I hold a definition for procrastination. And as far as I know, I don't know if anyone else uses this, so don't steal it. Okay. Um, she's like copyright. (laughs) This is my intellectual property. Okay. So I say that procrastination is the act of lying to yourself about the time, effort, and ability that it takes to complete a task. Listen, procrastination is lying to yourself about the time, effort and ability that it takes to complete a task Mm. now what i've just presented to you are several variables right right we have time as a variable that we can manipulate for very powerful outcomes we have ability we can learn things and to do things differently we have effort right that we can regulate right but we also have an unspoken invisible variable which is ourselves yeah right So there are all these variables that we can manipulate for better outcomes. And so for me, the manipulation of the variable of time is very powerful for me. Yeah. So sometimes in relationships, people are actually procrastinating investing in that relationship, right? With time? Mm. We're going to find some answers in there. Okay. Okay. If you manipulate the variable of time, what you can actually do is alter their methods of procrastination. If I only give you a certain amount of my time, what are you going to do with the rest of that time that you have when we are not interacting so that you can maximize on the quality of the time that we do have together? Oh my God, now. Oh my God. I have to to regulate time because that's very powerful. Yeah. So let's go back to that boundary, that standard of after 15 minutes, you're not going to see me. A lot of times when we prolong relationships that don't serve us well, it's because we've already invested a lot of what into that. Right. Time and access to us. So we feel like we need to get our lick back. Right. So we need to continue interacting with something that's harmful for us because we're waiting to get our lick back. When in reality, if we had limited our time and access, 
on the outset, there would be nothing to regret. There would be nothing to prolong because we did our best. We gave our time. We gave our effort. We did not procrastinate and we can move on to the next thing without guilt, without feeling like we overspent Mm. because we had a standard and a value system that regulated that from the outset, regardless of who was coming to us, regardless of the interface, we already knew how much time and effort we were going to give to this situation. So we never feel regretful. We never feel like we overspent. At least I don't. Right. And sometimes people see that as being cold, but it's not. I already knew on the outset how much time I was going to invest. Right. And so I don't feel like anything happened aside from what I planned. Right. So, what yeah, I, this is good because time, yep. especially as a parent, this is literally unlocking a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Especially when you're saying the amount of time that we spend together are able to spend with someone that is allowed allows them to see the value of what you do when you're not with them. Right. That was just like, mm-hmm. because you should be on your own game. You mm-hmm. should be on your own stuff. Tell it. But I will say as one and get do working on my own shadow work myself, just putting it out there. Who's was like, why are they not giving me more time? ding, 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 should I not have more time? And really, it's that they are also valuing your time and their time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that, like you were saying, it's coming off as being cold and it's not at all. It's It's actually more respectful. It's quite the opposite. So, but that's the shadow work is what I'm saying that I Mm -hmm. personally am learning And I think we can't go with the assumption of what media tells us dating looks like. We have to eschew all those thoughts about what media says it looks like when someone really likes us, quote unquote. Yes. Because if someone really likes you, they will schedule a special amount of time for you and dedicate that time rather than just leaving all these random variable pop-up times, oh, I'll fit you in type stuff. Right. And I think people think the fit you in looks like caring. But to me, that looks like Mm, too much irregularity, like too much um, variability, um, consistency, dependability looks like someone values my time. Right. Um, the first thing, if I really like someone, the first thing I'm going to do is try to commandeer a tiny portion of their time because that lets me know that I have access to them. Right. Mm. If I really care about someone, that's the first thing I'm going to do. And I'll probably make it some sort of like, hey, let's meet every Thursday. Are you free at 8 p.m. on Thursdays? Let's every other Thursday. Once a month, I'm cool with that if we have that. If we have the time. If we have that, I'm cool with that. Um, that to me is value. That to me is worth. If you give me your time consistently, that's worth something. If you buy me things, let me tell you about buying me things. (laughs) Let me tell you about paying things for me. That is a privilege. 
because that allows you to have access to my time. Right. Mm. If you're buying things, you need my time to even give me those things. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if it's to say, I sent you some money, right? Even if you're cash apping or whatever you're doing, you're still taking my time to even verify that it happened, right? There's still a certain amount of time and attention that's being taken. Um, I really personally don't like money to be spent on me because money is very powerful in this society and it means a lot. So it's actually a privilege to spend money on me. And that is also a boundary and a standard that I consider to be part of my worth. It is a privilege to spend money on me because if we go somewhere and we split the bill, that was me going out to dinner that was already planned for myself. My dad used to tell me when I was a kid, we'd be walking in the hallway, whatever, passing each other in the house. And he'd stop me and say, hey, do you know 20 years from now you're going to have to put dinner on the table? And then he'd just keep walking. I think it's important that we remind people that they're responsible for themselves every day. So... If I go out to dinner and I'm sitting down with someone and we break bread and I pay for my meal, I knew 20 years ago that I was going to sit down and have a meal and pay for it. Nothing changed aside from that someone else was with me. So what about this whole thing where we, okay, just the female, like if I'm going on a date, I demand that this, okay, I understand because I want to (laughs) know. You didn't know you were going to eat that day. You didn't already plan to eat that day. And what did you plan the quality of your meal was going to be that day? You couldn't take yourself out because you were planning to, you didn't plan for a quality meal in the future. You were going to pass that off on somebody else. So I'm saying this because I found it to be amicable. Is that the correct word? To... If somebody does something on the date and you're like, oh, I'm going to cover this part. I actually think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like to share. Mm-hmm. Um, I have gotten pushback that, you know, the man should cover everything. And it's right. like, but I feel like that's not even, you know, that's not their job because they have not Thank signed you. up when for I that. Up, I, I've had plans to eat when I woke up this right. morning. So... If they no do out of graciousness, then that's mm-hmm. kind, right? <laughs> like, but not expected. I have a male cousin who I feel like isn't talking to me as often because I insisted on paying for a meal. I mean, I insisted to the point where I went and I slid them my card. <laughs> he was so upset because I was in his town. <laughs> I was with him, but I was staying at his house. Right. That's I was staying off. at his house. Thank you. Right. Uh, my daughter and I were staying with him and he was like, no, I'm paying for the meal. And no. And his, his, uh, woman friend was there with us and she was looking at me like, what are you doing? Like I'm going to, and in Haitian, in Haitian families, she was just like, so good. Like, what's your problem? <laughs> Why are you starting a fight? But what she didn't understand was again, he's my father's baby cousin. So, in a sense, my father was paying for that meal. His big cousin was paying for that meal. Right. Right. So, he kind of felt, I know he felt some type of way about that part because it's a power play, right? Right. People see money as power. Uh, 
And when women play that game, we're we're the villain, right? Talk about shadow work. Mm-hmm. You're not going to spend money on me because there's power tied to that. And so it's a privilege. Any man who's gotten to spend money on me earned that right. They had to earn my trust. They had to, there's a lot of work that goes into, you're not just going to throw some money my way because guess what? I throw money my own way for my own benefit every day. That's not going to change the trajectory of my life. Yeah. Mm. And I think a lot of people use it in that way. I have one of my favorite movie lines, huge cinephile, but one of the, my favorite movie lines was in um, when they redid the Bond series and Daniel Craig was in Casino Royale and you had Dame Judi Dench explaining to him that he can't be because before he got picked to be a double O agent, um, he was a bit too rough around the edges. And she was like, arrogance and self-awareness do not go hand in hand. So like a smart ass, he's like, so you want me to be part monk, part hitman? She says, I need you to take your ego out of the equation and judge the situation dispassionately. Don't assume that just because this woman, whether they be your blood or whatever, said no to you, right. that they're doing it in defiance right. of you. And what does it say about you that you are up in your feelings just because you didn't get a chance to make a gesture that would have pumped up your ego yeah. and everything? And I'm like, oh, and I, I tell people, that. and I've learned, I've, this is something else that I've learned that I do to a flaw, but so I moderate it. Um, you, um, when I do something for somebody, when it's a family member or a friend, but especially when it's someone that I'm dating or we have a mutual interest in, nothing I do means nothing means anything. So if we show up for a date or to hang out one day, be like, hey, I saw this on T Public or any of these, I saw this somewhere and I feel like you would like it. So I got this for you. For real, how much does it cost? How much did it cost? The thing, when you spend it, what do you mean? I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. Gifts are different. Gifts, that, gift, gifts, that gifts. kind of stuff, I feel like well, that's it, different. Well, it goes from gifts to we're having dinner together or whatever. She's like, I like one woman who said that. I thought we were just going to go out to this little small place to date. And we went to this big place. And thank you. I was like, thank you for letting me do it. Like when you, like when I help little kids, I, I try to teach them about whenever they say thank you. I'll be like, well, thank you. I've told my kids when they were younger, like, thank you for even letting me help because yep. you didn't sure, have to. Sure. You didn't um, have to. There's engagement there. You didn't, there's trade. You didn't have to hang out with me. You didn't have uh-huh. to go on this date with me, but you chose to. So this is me appreciating that gesture. Does it feel transactional? After a while, there's if because I've learned that I have to be careful about who I say that to. Because mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. some people, um, and one of the things I said I wouldn't do on this show is I wouldn't. You know, and I'm not here to drag anybody. I won't right. mention anybody's name. But um, I was dating someone that was and probably still is quite narcissistic. So while they thought it was sweet in the beginning, while they thought it was sweet in the beginning, um, eventually, as soon as we hung out, where are we eating? What are we going to do? Where are you going to take me? Everything. Where are you going to you, you gonna feed me? And I'm like, and, and I had to be honest with myself and look back on her and be like, she had no interest in being in a relationship with you she just wanted that to happen and come off right off the top like um like have you ever seen and nobody else has and it frustrates me that nobody it doesn't frustrate me that nobody else has but it frustrates me the sense that i gotta find a different reference but um porgy and bess it was almost one of those dynamics Mm. to where you're holding on for something that may happen and it's hard to let go because 
You spent so much that time, potential. effort. That, that potential. potential. That potential yeah. for connection. It could be greater than anything else you ever had. But the only reason you're seeing just potential in this person is because this person doesn't quite know themselves. That's why they're going along with the sporting I life. I really like Porgy and Man, listen. Don't even get me started on, yeah. on Nina's soundtrack. So much, especially so much in the black community. Period. Yeah, period, yeah. point blank. That's, if we're talking about something, I, I'm okay with them remaking, just because of how important it is. It, it would, it's current. It's still very... I could see current. I could mm. see a modernization that wouldn't lose mm. any traction mm. at all, yeah. at all. Yeah. And that would some... When I think about... Because we were back and forth over a period of about four years, and when I think about it, that's the only thing I can liken it to. Um, and, and, and this is not to, to drag this person, but I say all this to say as an example, it's like I had to realize that, yes, I mean it when I say that, but I also deserve to be choicy about who I say it to. Okay. Uh, this brings me to a point, and I'm so glad. Yeah. Yes, this is a wonderful segue. <laughs> yeah. Matching values, matching right. standards. Let's talk about that, okay. because I think that is the true, we always know when someone meets is below our standards or exceeds our standards. But I feel like there's a range of probability that people fall within our standards. Right. And how do we recognize that? And how do we leverage worth when our standards and values match up? Because okay, I feel like a lot of our conversation in dating is about when our standards don't match up. Right. But let's talk about when they do. Let's talk about when our values and our standards align to the point where we're in a range of probability, right? We're in a range of proximity with someone hmm. that maybe y'all are both interested in dating, maybe something for the future, but let's see how it goes, mm -hmm. okay? Maybe you both have semi-limited time, so you both are good stewards of that. You both keep timeliness with your dates, okay? Um, you have standards about how you keep yourself, how you treat other people, the harm or health that you leverage in your life. That is not an issue, right? So let's say those things are all aligned. Now what? Now, how do we leverage worth when those things are aligned? Like, how do you navigate those dating waters? Right. Isn't it just the story that y'all builds? Like, isn't it just spending time or like just going and doing stuff and just being? Because I feel like that is the most natural and feeling good portion of a date where it's just like, we had a good time just hanging out. <laughs> Nothing went wrong. We were just alive. Yeah, I was right. just kicking it. How it, is that possible? It trips you out. It, it tends to, well, based on where you are, um, it can tend to trip you out when you hear people say something when they when they give you those those kind of in contrast to compliments or backhanded compliments. Mm. You know, normally I really don't date, but you're pretty cool. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't expect someone's boop to be like this. So this is right. fun. And and what's so crazy is that when you hear that, when I for me when I hear that, um, a clock starts in the back of my head. <laughs> The countdown. The, ca the 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 countdown <laughs> starts in my head. Like I'm at a point now, and it and it may and it may speak on some of the things that I need to work on. Where it while it doesn't upset me anymore, if I hear a woman I'm seeing or interested in harp on or speak on certain characteristics physically, especially mm -hmm. that I don't have, I'm not I'm not. There's no love lost. 
but let me start stepping back because what's worse it's not it, it's not that not being good enough is the worst because there's not good enough it, it's, it's not even something you that it, it's it's a beneath you question when it comes from somebody else but i thought we said we weren't engaging people who were harmful that well and and that but being and it is very harmful. So that's the shadow word. Right. So it's like as soon as I hear that, like I said, I eventually just back away. And what made it so difficult dealing with the narcissist is that I made this point every time I tried to separate. Be like, clearly, this is what you're into. You've mentioned it more than once. We can still be friends or, or associates, maintain some kind of connection, I guess. But I want to just leave this where it is and let you go on for what you're going after because you do... If, if it's what you want, then have your way. But when, Can I make a comment? Um, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, 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 no. When folks do that sort of thing, right. they bring themselves in proximity to something that they then reveal that they don't actually desire. Mm. That is such an indicator of low self-esteem. Mm. Please just, everyone out there, please listen to this, okay? Bring yourself in proximity to the things that you desire so that you don't have to use other people as a springboard for your own ego in telling them that the things that reside within their body you do not prefer mm. <clears throat> excuse me okay let's just all reduce the harm that we cause in the community by not bringing ourselves in proximity to things that we do not desire and then commenting on how we do not desire those things. That is an indicator of your low self-esteem. It is not an indicator of the desirability of the other individual. It has nothing to do with that. What you're actually doing is screaming about how you don't really like yourself. Okay. Let's just dead that, okay, folks out there dating. Let's just dead that, especially in my community Hallelujah. of Austin, Texas, because I'm from here. And that was not only the perfect, me personally, I'm going to go back over pretty <laughs> much everything Dr. Narcisse just said, because this episode was so worth most of a, most of the episodes with me, with just me and Allie are going to be about maybe 30 minutes long or so, but time is never going to be a factor. I feel like when we have a guest, because the insight it's priceless. The insight has been so and, and, priceless. And, and I'm horrible. It's I'm 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 I won't say I'm horrible at segues, but I don't know how good of a segue this is gonna be. But next question. How to and this was one that we bounced back and forth on right here. How do you and it touches on the nine ninety nine conversation, which is why I know it's gonna be funny. Um how do you not make how could you talk about the ways in which in which not to make a villain out of a potential lover out of some out of a out of not even potential lover i will say someone that you'd consider dating i feel like she just went into that i feel like she, i feel like she don't put yourself in proximity to things that you don't like or that, that you thing. Know, yeah. potential triggers for yourself just do better for yourself have your own back and i i Give myself friend advice like I'm my friend. Ooh, I am my friend. Um, I talk to myself about if I'm okay with the person and, and if I'm okay with the things that I'm seeing. I really try not to cloud myself with um, rose-colored glasses because I like a person. 
I'd actually like to share an experience that I had about a month ago. Someone and I really hit it off. I mean, we really hit it off like more than I think I maybe have hit it off with anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things were aligned. But one thing happened that was completely outside of my standard, outside. Well, that's not true. It wasn't one thing. It was a range of things, but are all connected to the same thing that I don't want near me. Right. I cut that person off completely. I told them why, and then I cut them off. Blocked them on everything. I just had to because I know better for myself. And if I saw a friend go through that, I would tell that friend, cut them off. Yeah. Cut them off now before they get their hooks into you because y'all are so aligned. Do it now. And as, as I wouldn't even say painful because I cut it off so quickly. Yeah. Before the pain started. Right. <laughs> so yeah. that's how I know I did it right. And and as much as that person like, oh my goodness, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I just have to yeah. let it go i have to let and it's very fresh and new like i cut them off a month ago i realized that yesterday yeah i cut them off a month ago and it's that's still relatively new and fresh Hmm. and and we really only had two dates that were miraculous and so amazing Mm -hmm. and i had to cut that person off and and it's just that's just what it is because i know what's in my best interest i know what my values are i know what my standards are and if i don't adhere to that i'm not giving myself a chance to have what i say that i want that part <sighs> this is oh my god this okay can i give one more story yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Story, story 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 time yes ter day we're talking fresh <laughs> so I was hanging out with a friend I, well i was talking about the potential of hanging out with a friend and it's a male friend and he has these ways that I don't like because I feel like they're very misogynistic. And he's always had those ways, but we were, we've been really good friends for a long time. And he said, he said it on the phone. I felt like he was in front of somebody, which er, irks me. <laughs> like, we don't need an audience for your bullshit. Um, <laughs> He said it on the phone and then he texted it. Okay. So I'm, I was going to Front Fest. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Front Fest. Big front ups fest. to black women in film. Big ups to black women in music. Yes, front indeed. Fest. Hey. Yes, indeed. Um, so I was going to that. And I said, okay, well, maybe I can meet up with you afterwards. Because I'm doing the film fest tonight. And, you know, it's, it'll probably be over by like 11 or something. Maybe I'll meet up with you after. Yeah. This was on the phone. He says, all right, well, make sure you look cute. I ignored it. And then later, we're texting. And I'm just like, well, I don't know, because the film fest is like outdoors. You know, I don't even know. Like, sometimes I don't want to go out if I've already been sitting outside for two hours, right? At a film festival in comfy clothes. I don't want to turn around and try to go meet someone. Like downtown or something. Right. Again, he texts, will look cute. And I said, you know what? I'm not really sure why you're saying that. It sounds like. <laughs> Let me. I called him a groomer ass nigga. <laughs> I said, it sounds like 
sound like you're talking to some younger girl and you want to make sure that I'm dressed kind of slutty or some bullshit. Like, that's some groomer ass talk. You know what I mean? Like, that's what that is. That's what that is. A lot of times when you hear, and I won't say it's the same for every rapper, but, you know, having been there for the birth of hip hop, as we have, Mm. How many times have you heard somebody on that player shit talking about, I got a girl who would do this for me, do that right. for me, that for me. Right. We all know that they're not talking about a woman their age. Right. And we're not, or much matter, uh, much less a matter. It, it's not even that they're talking to a woman that's older than them because they can't run any of that. This came from a man who's younger than me, but who's used to dating younger women. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I called him a groomer. And, and that's the perfect way to put it. And, 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 and I won't even say hip hop made him do that because he's, no, he's capitalizing on pimp culture. Exactly. Exactly. That's not hip hop. That's pimp culture. That's even better way to put it. That's even, uh, yeah. And he reminds me of the dudes who used to walk up to Pierce Junior High. Mm-hmm. He used to, <laughs> who used to pull up to Pierce Junior High, and we used to clown the pimps because we used to say like, "Why you need young girls to to get your game up? Like, why you need us? Like, we're still in our mama's house. Why you need us for your clout? You know, like, why are you building on us? Like, that's lame. Yeah. And they're trying to get to that girl at that certain point. Um, because I feel like what I've seen, not just, um, not so much in my family, but I've seen in other black families to where someone is born at an, and at an early age, they're, they're given an excessive amount of props on something that has nothing to do with who they are as a person. Right. Like their appearance. Like, oh, you're really pretty or you run fast and that's it. And if that's all you hear from then on, your development is arrested. Because now you're thinking you're a ticket. All I am is this. Well, I'm sorry, you can't. And I've seen it in adults kind of sh- kind of show out in that awkward way to where they're like, you know, hey, I want to get in here. I'm sorry, ma'am, you can't get in here. What you don't you don't know who I am? Wait a minute, don't you know I've been pretty since I was four? Right. You you need to let me in here. But I think he thought it was a quick route into my psyche. He thought that he had an express route into like controlling me in in some weird kind of way. And I had to remind him like I'm a grown ass woman. Yeah. My own husband never even said look cute. You know what I'm saying? And so like like what are you even putting out there? Like and it was such a it, it was such an assumption, just the fact that he did it on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. And then he texted it. It was just like, like, what are you gaming up for? Like, what was that? And so here's what I did. I said, you're not going to see me later. Because again, my time and access to me is what I have power over. And so I revoke that. We're not going to meet later. You're not going to see me later. And that's a direct example of knowing my worth. Yeah. That's a direct example of knowing my worth. And so even though we're friends, right? He still spoke to me that way. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't expect for there to be like, oh, we're meeting up for a date. We're friends. And he still spoke to me that way. And so that tells me that he sees me in a way that isn't worth my time. Yeah. That isn't worth access to me. Um, because number one, have we met? I'm always cute. <laughs> Number one. Like, like, what? So I knew it was coming out of left field. Right. Yeah. Right? So it was just, he was on autopilot. Yeah. And I told him so. Right. It's, it's like, um, like I have like a, like my best friend. When I say a spoon, I mean, she's like the Guinan to my John Luke Picard. <laughs> like that level. When we first started hanging around, I was, I had invited her out to a poetry spot that I normally go to. And she herself asked me, 
What's the attire? What do I need to look at? What you know? Do I need to be cool, or do I need to? Or do I need to? You know? Do I need to show out? And I said, and I told my friend, I said, "Baby, go on and show out." And she right. did that, but that was different because she gave me permission to set up. She I, she gave me okay, do some reconnaissance. Let me know what it is, and I told her ahead of time. That's very different, and I appreciated that she even asked me. But this person knew I was already going to be casually dressed right. because I was going to an outdoor event. Right. So so what I heard was, don't be wearing no sweats or I want to see your body or, you know what I right. mean? There's an implication there that was not um, commensurate with my worth or what I perceive to be how I should be spoken to or the request that should be made of me or the way that I should be perceived. So you will not see me. And that's one way that I leverage my worth for sure. For sure. So this is the last question. And I feel like you may have already answered it, but your perspective is very dope. No, stop. Um, Your perspective is very dope. Like I'm like, part of me wants to like, I can't wait for Phil to and Phil, shout out to Phil, our sound engineer. Sound engineer. Um, Phil, Phil, DJ Phil. Phil, you have to tell us your DJ name so that we can do like a a, a really extra as fuck DJ shout outs because we feel like you deserve that. You're at that level, Phil. You're, at that you're level. Phil. You're a mixed baby. You're half man, half amazing. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. And out of this world, you know, we're all doing hearts with our fingers. Damn, right, right there. Right oh, there. mine's got a coffee mug. So, 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 we say all that to say that, Doctor, this has been a great interview, and we really appreciate your time. Yes, and your love. Um, so, so, final question What are your thoughts on um, whenever we're going through something, you know, it comes out if we're not dealing with it, right? So as far as here we go. So as far as negative energy is concerned, how do you can you touch on both the ways neg- the negative energy you won't deal with affects you in the dating world? And more importantly, how do you know what are some of the best ways to identify and say, oops, wow, this may be me right now. I may be the problem. I may be the problem. OK, well, being the problem, I have a lot of history with that. Um <laughs> Wow, that's a great question. Um, Shadow work is important because, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no problem being mean. Like, I have no problem being the villain. I have no problem telling someone about themselves. Um, And that is something that I work on. That is something that I work on. Um, I'm an empath. And I read people, but then I also have a, a professional approach to that. And I have to be very careful because it sometimes it gives me laser vision and people don't want that. Yeah. That's the thing I'm working I on. I appreciate it. That is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need it. I need it. Um, and, uh, so that's what I'm working on. And so um, I think it's about know thyself. Yeah. Do your shadow work. Know what makes people not like you in a very real way. Don't run from the things that make people not like you. And here's the thing. Once you get a handle on that, they're really not going to like you because you have no shame about the parts of you that are not like. So you can be your true authentic self because nobody can tell you about yourself because you know the things that get on people's nerves. Like I can watch people 
when I'm doing things that I know get on their nerves, I watch them shift <laughs> in demeanor. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And, and that doesn't mean that I'm using it instrumentally. I'm just aware. I'm aware of the effect that I have on others. I'm aware of how I can be received so that when individuals come to me with nuggets of truth, I can see what they're saying. I can see what they're saying. And so that I can add that to my shadow work. I can add that to my understanding about how I'm perceived. Um, it doesn't stop me from being myself. It actually um, reifies my understanding of myself. It can be a confirmation or an affirmation of your own shadow work to have people come and tell you things about yourself. Um, it's all just one ball of living and growing and learning and adjusting. So I feel like if you're not hurting me, none of it's bad. And for me, that's a good coping skill to not see negativity in everything. To really see, oh, well, can I learn from this? Is this harmful to me? If it's harmful to me, I'll cut it off. If it's not, I'll try to learn from it, try to incorporate it. Maybe leave it to the side until I grow enough to even understand what it means. Because I've gotten a lot of things from people that I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? You're so off course. And I had to grow to that piece of information i had to grow to it to understand what they even meant um so sometimes it's taking something and putting it aside and letting it wait for you and wait for your own growth um it's just every day is just working and and not being down on yourself um honoring yourself for who you are in the same way that you want people to honor you having a positive internal dialogue about so yourself to yourself so for people journaling it can be helpful say the bad shit on the left and the good shit on the right translate that shit because the bad shit's coming out for a reason don't try to dampen it because it's telling you something write that shit down and look at what the converse the positive narrative of that is for you um for a lot of people who can't afford therapy, doing that task is extremely helpful. But be ready for what the negative is going to tell you. Yeah, be ready like for, for what it's going to tell you and don't let it take you down a dark path. Immediately go to the that converse, that positive narrative. Um, so that you can then have that internal dialogue that is uplifting and is not a, a nagging force in your own life. Like be have your own back like be your own best friend like don't be the thing that is keeping you from your next thing um remind me the question <laughs> the question is how do you <laughs> this is awesome uh the question what we wrote down was is you're exuding is is the fact that you're exuding negative energy making you unworthy of I don't think the of is necessary. Is it making you unworthy of what you want? I we're think is what we're, we're all worthy. Yeah. Just do that work. Do that work. Um, you want it. You want it more than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes when we're talking about dating, we talk too much about readying ourselves for a relationship, readying ourselves for someone else. Ready yourself for you. Like do it for you because you want to be healthy and you want to feel good you want peace do it for you because when you start doing it for you 
other people will be drawn to you in ways that you may not even care about, but you'll find bring comfort because it's an indicator of healing. Just have your own back. Like that, that self-work is so important. I, I can't, uh, I can't overestimate it. I can't overemphasize it. That self-work is the key. It's the key. Be your own friend. Be your own friend. Don't worry about nobody else because even when you're confronted with other people, you still got you're still gonna have to be with yourself. You're still gonna have to be with yourself. And they're gonna want to know who you are. And if you don't know who you are and you're not able to be your authentic self, and you're just gonna be projecting bullshit. And who wants that? You don't want that. They don't want that. And then that cycle starts all over again and you try to fool somebody else that you just met. Don't do that shit. Just be <laughs> with yourself until you know yourself and you know who you are so you can be authentic and we can just all grow together. Okay. We can all grow together in this community we call dating. Cause I don't think I'm leaving it. Mm. I don't think I'm ever going to leave the dating community. I think I'm someone who will always be dating. I don't see myself being monogamously tied to someone for a long time. So my investment in dating is real. <laughs> like my investment in dating is a real thing. And it starts with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Amen, Ashe. Ashe. Uh, I remember, um, and uh, this is a quick story and we'll, we'll wrap it up. I um, I remember I was, it was like years ago, it was right around the time, 2017? No, that was like 2007. Trying to think of whatever year Guardians of the Galaxy came out. That's my best reference for it. Volume two, volume when volume two came volume out. Volume twelve. And I volume and I 12. say that I say that it was that important because the chain they had had the chain by Fleetwood Mac on the soundtrack, and from that day forward, I listened to that song all the time. It's a powerful song, and there's so much behind the album, which is another story for another day. But I remember I was getting ready to go somewhere, I was getting ready to go to work, and I needed to catch the bus, and I was and I was drinking water again, so I had a six i had a 32 ounce bottle with about 10 15 ounces left in it i saw and i grabbed it and i spun the top off really fast to drink it but it spun and flew out of my hand and rolled up fell on the ground rolled up under the bed and at this time my internal voices they were really negative so all of a sudden you're so stupid why don't you drop the, you drop the fucking bottle cap blah blah blah. but then a voice kicked in it was like no drink all that water because that's usually how much you start out with every day anyway well, what if I miss the bus? Okay, well, drink it while you're walking. And what if you miss the bus? You'll get to work eventually. Well, what if I get fired? Well, what if you get fired? You're a great person and somebody else is going to pick you up. Somebody else won't it. And if anything, you got the day off. Until then, chill, drink your damn water and get on the bus. And that voice has gotten stronger and stronger and stronger ah, and stronger yeah. and stronger yeah. to the point to where that's the only voice I Work. hear. If the other voice kicks in, well, you know, you should be like, okay, no, nah, I'll do it when I do it in nice try. And yeah. I can brush that right on off with that Treat other it voice. like an outsider. Yep, that other voice, it comes in strong without fail every time. And it's navigated me through so much. Even, even the times to where I look in the mirror and I think about I'll have these moments where I look in the mirror and I'll think about everything I've done and how it got to me where I am. And I'm like, nope, you're on your way. Tell me about the house. Tell me about the house you want. How many rooms are you going to have? Aww. Are you going to have weighted blankets in the guest rooms? Yeah, because you love your fucking friends and you love your kids. There you go. More importantly. So that's right. what's going to happen. Right. So let's do this. Let's talk about that. We're going to have this and everything. It's an right. automatic Shift counter. Shift that narrative. Shift that Because you need right. that. You should. Whether, whether you're working for yourself or by, whether you just, no matter where you are in life, if you're breathing 
If you can hear this right now, that's what you need for yourself. And place reminders in your environment if you have to. Yeah. Place reminders, visual reminders, auditory reminders, whatever you need in your environment, post-it notes, whatever it is to remind yourself to keep that internal dialogue, to shift that narrative for yourself. A vision board. I made like a full-on Canva vision board. Mm. That's a video. Love that. Love that. All right, so this next question is to our fearless leader. Um, did you have any other thoughts or did you want to shut it down? Oh, no, we're going to shut it down. I feel like I have some stuff to journal about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, we're overloaded here yeah, yeah. with some thoughts. Some... Go back and listen to this podcast uh, and kind of see what work can be done. Because yeah. like I said, my mind was blown today and I was like, oh. That's what's happening. I've, okay. I've already told you. I'm like, we're going to, you know what we're going to do? We're going to just go ahead and take Dr. Narcissus points and just have Phil, shout out to DJ Phil, make like a mixtape <laughs> with loaf. Can you imagine after the after the, after season one, we take with the, with with every guest permission, we take some sound bites from any of the interview and have DJ Phil play it over lo-fi beats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know that yeah that would be pretty fly. that would be pretty you fly got your if you have the you right frequency on that the right. right megahertz that could do some healing work man listen what is the um and i have a i actually have a playlist on my spotify where i'll only look for songs that are in this what's the what do they call um called the god frequency i think there's one of them where it's like two, what is it, 240? I'm not sure. They 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 vary based on your mood and, and times of day and things like that. Right. I like to match them up because you don't want to be in the middle of a sunny day. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are days and that's where, and I think this happened a lot more with my with my, with my self-healing. Once I began to love myself more, I love music. I always have. I figure I got that, I dropped right, that this apple dropped right next to the, to the tree as far as my mom is concerned her love of music and what she gave me mm. but um there were there are times now to where i will hear a certain song and be like nope that's not how i'm feeling right now yeah. and i don't need that to bring me down right now yeah you know what i'm saying like i love the chain it's well put together it's one of the it's one of the best songs ever made in my own personal opinion but if i'm having a good ass day I don't need to hear not one song from what may be one of the greatest diss albums of all time. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to hear. I feel that way about Radiohead. Yeah. When I, when I listen to Radiohead. Because they purposefully. Because they played. Because yeah. in the beginning of, and no spoilers, but they played Creep. Was it Creep that did Radiohead first? Radiohead did Creep first, right? So I've heard a lot of covers. In the beginning of the movie, you hear creep playing, and I'm like, oh shit, here we right. go. There's some stuff going what on. What the hell right. am I doing here? Oh my god, y'all don't have to play the whole song. Yep, and they're playing the. Whole... I love that song. It's 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 great, but there's some moments if based on what your vibe is that day, you're like, nope, not right now. You're not gonna get me. <laughs> Edgar Winters, um, uh, fighting to live. Nope. <laughs> don't do it don't do it all all of Van Morrison y'all leave Van Morrison alone I'll be having my time Man. <laughs> we're old <laughs> you ready to shut us down chief yes
Well, I would like to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank y'all so much. I'd love to come back and talk about music anytime. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for being open to like hearing our stories and being silly with us because yeah, I mean, it all started off with a, a price tag, but in reality, it was really part of, I guess, my own journey on figuring out I don't understand what's going on, guys. <laughs> you you got to know when you don't know. So, well, no, that is a new thing. Like, the, that's part of the journaling that I've been doing. A lot of the shadow work, a part of the listening, um, listening to new partners that are, you know, coming around and giving advice. And instead of like, uh, not even advice, just tidbits where I feel like I would be getting upset about certain things to where I could actually slow down and just be like, huh, maybe I did do that. Maybe I do pop off a little too quickly before I understand what the situation is. I'm going to sit with myself with that and I'm going to figure out why. So this, this is also part of it. So I'm hoping that this helps others kind of sit with themselves because yeah that is the the part of the journey that's not easy and it's not the fun mm-hmm. part mm-hmm. and society to doesn't good. talk enough about sitting yeah. with yourself yeah 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 i can be i can be a downer sometimes <laughs> to my own self but i gotta pump okay. myself up <laughs> so thanks for giving us some tools too thank you very much yeah the thing about this show is and this is more to ali's point neither one of us are experts in the area of, of mental health. We are not professionals. Relationship counseling. When, no. when all we have, all we have is our thoughts, ideas, and opinions, and, and the price questions tags. that we have. Nine ninety nine price tags. <laughs> all we have is all we have is our Dollar Tree ribeye, which we're ashamed. Our loves for self and shadow yeah. work. <laughs> and 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 that's it. And 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 on top of all that, was so why we create the reason we created this show is because we need to know how to navigate it all how to date through the bullshit and um doctor we want to th- thank you for your insight helping us along that journey yeah i love y'all all right and we will catch y'all next week take care next two weeks that's a wrap that's a wrap <laughs>